0: All right, let's get the show started. What's up, everybody? It's the ID84 show. We're live here. It's episode uh, 197, almost at 200. Yeah. As always, to the left of me, Adam the Mellets Hey, everybody. Blockbuster video. And uh, we have a guest tonight, and uh, she'll be joining us in about, you uh, know, 15 minutes or so like that. So and we'll bring her in when that happens. So, yeah, big day yesterday for the uh, Red Sox on huh? nice win from the Yankees.
1: I know it's, it's always good to see their $230 million pitcher implode. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I feel like this, didn't the Sox have, have Cole's number back when he was in the Astros too. I feel like during that American league championship back in the uh, 18, he, they kind of dominated him.
1: I hope so. It's about time. Cause remember the Yankees had Pedro's number. So it's like, it's nice yeah. to see that we got someone.
0: It's funny that this year was odd with the Yankees because Steinbrenner refused to pay the luxury tax. And we got to remember, it's not old man Steinbrenner. It's young Steinbrenner. That's That's why they didn't spend. That's basically Aaron Boone was using the excuse last night that the reason they didn't win was because uh, they didn't spend as much as they should have spent. And uh, the Steinbrenner kids were trying to keep the... I I still think George is still alive. He's been dead for like, I think, 15 years now.
1: I was just looking that up, actually.
0: It it feels like he's still alive the way they run that team. But the the kid, the oldest kid runs pretty much. Twenty ten, Was it that long ago? It was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So 11 years ago. So yeah, they didn't want to hit the luxury tax. So they kind of shut under the radar. So they didn't, but they have John Carlos Stanton. You have judge. Gary Cole is not a bad pitcher. It just can't beat the Red Sox. And then you went out there and you got Anthony Rizzo, which was a great prospect for the Sox that we got rid of. And... um. Yeah, what's his face? gal Joey Gell. I mean, you have an all-I was looking at the lineup. You have pretty much had an all-star team as your starting lineup.
1: Yes, yeah, true. I I was I saw they were talking on the radio, and I I completely agree with what they said it felt like neither team before this game yeah. that neither of them really wanted to win. Both of them have their major issues. Like yeah. the, the Red Sox have horrible bullpen, and towards the end, like it seemed that like the Yankees didn't even really care that much, but like I, it felt like neither team really wanted
0: it. Well, that's like, the one, just started. the one-game Wildcats sucks. It should be a three-game series. They should go yeah. three, five, seven, and seven, right? I mean, it's so stupid because it's like you have this one stupid one-game playoff. And uh, we all know baseball is not a one-game playoff type of game. You know, it's like it, it, in, in back in the day when you go to the one-game playoff, it was like the last case scenario, right? It's like, all right, you're tied, in every tiebreaker you guys are tied. Like when the Yankees had to play the Sox in 78, right? So, and then you had to flip a coin to see who got the home team, but if you did a three game series and, um, I mean, you could even do it where you gave, like, you could start everyone at the same time. You could the first round could be three games. So maybe you give the buy to the best two teams. So they don't, they get a week off. Right. And they can get started and whatever. and make it kind of beneficial to get that number one seed kind of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, a one game series, I mean, in a three-game series with the Yankees beat the Red Sox, it probably would come to a game three, I would say. I would say so. I'd give the Yankees yeah. a shot. So it'd make a little more of an interesting series. And, I f- oh sorry. no, I kept forgetting that this next round's for only five games. For some reason, I was I was like locked on at seven games. I just don't I the Red Sox have been on the playoffs for so long, I haven't really paid attention to the first <laughs> <round>. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So I kind of yeah, like
1: I am a little pissed, though, because honestly, I have lost all respect for J.D. Martinez. All fucking respect in the world for J.D. Martinez. You mean to tell me, okay, so it's the playoffs. Yeah. Remember, like, you've had players, remember back in the day, like, players, if they had broken a finger or whatever like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, bleeding, right? You would at least think J.D. Martinez would be available to pitch it, not play the outfield, but at least make
0: himself available. I I think he is available. I think he will be available to pinch it during this next series, I think. Um, and I think they may be, here's the problem though. When JD's in the lineup, they have a worse defense on the field. The defense they had last night was ideal. Um, cause you get like, what's his name? Schroeder, the guy they got from the Cubs over the, um, the trading deadline. Who's a, he was playing DH and he's a pretty, he's a pretty powerful hitter. And, um, JD Martinez in the field actually brings down the defense. He's not that good of a defensive player. And yeah. you don't want to waste putting him in as a DH because you figure you're gonna take Schroeder out of the equation. I think the best bet is to have him activated. And if you need that, you know, ready off the bench, kind of you could pinch him and you just hope he hits a ball deep enough to at least get the first base. And then maybe you just pinch run for him. So it's maybe yeah. it's one of those situations where it's like you just need that extra offense or you need that extra base runner or get a or an IBI for that matter. I mean, ideally, you just hit a home run and you just limp across the, You know what I mean? So, or, uh, didn't
1: Kirk Gibson when he hit that home run? Didn't he have like a sprained ankle yeah,
0: or something? both his knees were broken. I think. I think yeah. And like fucking,
1: And also too, like J.D. Martinez, he's, he's not. He's like he, last year, didn't he? Like not, he quit because he didn't. He couldn't listen to his walk-up music or something. Wasn't there something like the, that? Yeah. He, he's fucking retarded.
0: Here's <laughs> the problem. He has um his options up at the end of the year. And he has five days after the World Series ends to let us know if he's going to stay or not. Unfortunately, in Major League Baseball, the DH might be going away as of 2022, but that won't be voted on until the um, the, the owners meetings that are usually what in December, right? It's usually like a week or two before Christmas.
1: Really? I thought it was the other way around. The National League would be adopting the DH, no? No,
0: no that's what I mean. Bye. Yeah. What I, would I say? They H- said they've been right? getting rid of the DH. No, that's not. I, I, my that was my bad. I meant the pitcher. The pitcher batten is going. On. The DH okay. will be universal. Yeah, the universal okay. DH is what I meant. Yeah. So, with that said, there are a lot of players out there who are going to get a job. In fact, there's 15 clubs that are going to be looking for an, a full-time slugger instead mm-hmm. of. Fit. So I mean, so guys like Schroeders, guys like J.D. Martinez, will now have the luxury to shop around an additional 15 teams who are willing to stock up of a DH. But this is not voted upon. They won't know this until the owner's meet. I know it's been talked about. I think the uh, the players' union still has agree on it. I think they want to get rid of the DH. I mean, get rid of the pitching and keep the DH on both leagues. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I, I hate the. Uh, I personally hate the DH myself. But uh, I know you do. I know. Um, I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to uh, baseball. Like, the pitch is batting. I mean, every pitcher batted, they're in Little League, they're in high school, they're in college. mm so why aren't they uh, batting? Even some uh, low A balls, they sometimes the pitch is bat. You I, know?
1: I agree with you. Strategically, it makes it more of an interesting game. But mm-hmm. to the to a fan, to a more casual fan, I can understand yeah. getting rid of it because you want hits, you want it, 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 the pitchers. is automatic out. Well, yeah,
0: it, but, and it, but um, it never was that way. It wasn't that way. I mean, you got to think back to even the 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 pitches of the Braves back in the '90s. Those guys, right? Remember they did that commercial, chicks dig the long ball. They're watching Maguire hit home runs out of the park and like uh, Maddox and um and uh Yes. You sent so that, that to me. me. You sent that guy yeah. to me, yeah. They're sitting there watching this they, the whole commercial is them working out to try to learn how to hit a home run. Just like you yeah, know, yeah. it's like, yeah, chicks dig the yeah, the long ball. There's no excuse because you get the guy on who's playing for uh um the Angels who pit- pitches one day and then go plays uh he's the DH the rest of the days on teagle and on you know what i mean so that's true you don't have I, a long career that way but
1: i will say though i was looking at batting averages today and i remember how we were talking about how it seemed like mlb might be juicing the ball
0: yeah a little bit mm-hmm.
1: i don't know or maybe they were like oh shit we gotta do something because i'm looking at like the league leader in batting average was trey turner with 328 that's well
0: it's it. Well, did you notice last night during the game they were showing the MLB average for bat average underneath everyone's statistics, and it said it was the, the average for the MLB was a hundred. I don't I see that was, anywhere. So uh, if you look, so last night during the game, every time a batter would come up, they would flash their stats, right, and then there would be this red little red box underneath there and it said MLB average, and it was a hundred. And I go, all right, well, are they are they fishing for guys that maybe had one at bat. Like, what's the minimum at bats to get that average? And are they just trying to knock that number down so it doesn't look so outrageous and kind of like, you know, finagle the numbers a little bit? Because 100 seems very low for an average. Granted, there's like like, 35 people on each team, probably because over the course of the year, maybe each team had 45 different players play times 32. uh, But still, that seems very low.
1: I'm just looking at the league leaders, and I'll say none of the league – obviously, the league leaders have have a certain amount of bats to qualify, and Mm -hmm. all of them have more than 450 at-bats, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And with the league leader, 595 at-bats, and he batted 328. The number 10 was Adam Frazier. He had 577 at-bats and batted 305. Hmm. So (laughs) – yeah, that's kind of low. Like I remember, like people like Edgar Martinez hitting yeah. like three fifty and leading the league. You know, like well, it, twenty
0: eight. It's low too. But then when you think back to Ted Williams, still has the single season record at four twenty one, and that was back in nineteen forty seven, and no yeah, one has beaten weird. that record. So that means forty percent of the time you go up to bat, you hit the ball, which most people would be like, "That's it." But like in reality it's like yeah, you figure how, what's the average of getting when you get one hit a game, you're up three times, so that's 33%. That makes it kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: you have in terms of home runs, you have your top 5 players had 40 or more. Your yeah. top 5 home run leaders from 40 your Vladimir Guerrero Jr had 48. He was the league leader. Okay. And your number 5 guy had 42, Fernando Tatís. What would Devis so, have
0: this year? He was up there, right? He was probably in the 30s. Uh
1: 38.
0: 38, yeah. So I mean, Glad Jr. topped forty-eight. That's kind of low when you considered, if you if you want to use the argument that juicing the ball, that's super low because you figure the years they were juicing the ball with McGuire and and what Bonds what get seventy-two, yeah, and uh, you know McGuire and Sosa had like in the fifties, I think they hit fifty-nine. I think that was the back and forth they back in the early nineties, uh, late nineties, but.
1: Actually, it might be that they were juicing a ball in favor of the pitchers because I'm reading now Corbin Burns and Josh Hader combined for the record-breaking ninth, ninth no-hitter of 2021. Oh. There were more no-hitters thrown in 2021 than any other MLB season. So maybe so they what, were helping the pitchers this year.
0: But they made that big deal in the first couple months about docking the ball. So was that all like a smoke show to try to, like, make you think that they're checking the pitches for the ball? But Because in the only way you're going to have that many no-hitters the, the pitches are doing something with the ball because mm-hmm. the ball going over the plate isn't going to change unless you do something physically to the ball to make it not be able to travel in the way it wants to you know what i mean and i i was watching a lot of movement last just in last night's game those balls were moving like crazy I've, I, there was a lot of ball movement and not just from me getting excited that the red sox win, but there was ball <laughs> movement over the plate i mean of all these sinker and slatter were like in curveball would just ridiculous like that ball was just drifting from one side to the other side and like maybe the guy was just having a really really good day and he was just pitching Mm -hmm. out of his mind um if that's the case holy shit watch out the red Sox might have to get something going on but i don't know little uh
1: random fact for you i didn't know this until like a week ago did you know there is baseball for blind people
0: (laughs) i'm not joking
1: i it is called beep baseball
0: okay Right? I leave learned leave.
1: this because I was I was watching um the, the Sopranos prequel movie, Waste of Time for anybody. Out there, yeah, that's
0: what I heard. Yeah. I heard and them. Um,
1: and one of uh, this guy was like, yeah, I'm trying to make a difference in the world. I'm coaching I'm coaching blind kids to play baseball. And the guy's like, you got to be shitting me. So I got on my phone yeah. and I looked it up and it fucking exists. It is called beep baseball. There how does is
0: it, a how does the it
1: ball work? has like this speaker in it and it emits a sound so when you throw it the mm-hmm. sound gets closer and you have okay. to judge when to swing the ball and it only it doesn't have three it doesn't have four bases it has yeah. like i forget how many bases it has it has fewer than than four but so, it exists
0: so are the people in the field blind as well
1: everybody yeah yeah
0: so how so how do they know they hear the beep coming towards them that's how they know how to fill the ball yeah okay so let's think about so it. so yeah. what <laughs> So they know where to throw the ball to get the out. Like that's that's a
1: good question.
0: Because one could get disoriented very easily. If well, the
1: base there. is beep too. Oh, God. Well, there's beep. something in the base that something, yeah. Look it up when you're going. So,
0: I got yeah, I'm sure there's YouTube videos of this. So what happens if like there's a like a dump, a dumpster being emptied and while the game's going on and you hear a beeping from afar, like from a truck? Boy, I lost really, you for a second. That'd really screw things up. That oh. would screw things up. Dodgers uh, Stadium. What a beautiful old stadium. I, it's kind of a dump, but it's also beautiful at the same time. Oh, did you hear another thing about um the Yankees were bitching about uh Fenway Park?
1: Oh, what now? Uh,
0: who, I, I don't know if it was Boone or someone after the pregame was saying, well, you know, that team really got to update their park. They can't be playing in a park that's over 100 years old. You know, the dimensions, they were complaining about the green monster, as it was like built last year, how like the green monster, you know, that's a ton of fear. Um, it's unfair. Um, there should be a standard dimension, and they would—they're basically blaming. But so it's funny. The sports radio was talking about today, but then they went back and said that the home run that Bucky Dent hit in 1978, when they went off to win the World Series, would have been a fly out at Yankee Stadium, in most stadiums at that time. So they weren't complaining about the wall in 78 when they wrapped that ball around there. I think it was just they were just digging for excuses and stuff like this. Yeah, definitely. That sounds like doesn't sound like a manager. It sounds like something. a young. No, yeah. Maybe like, it was a player or one of the bench. Co- I, but that's the unique thing about baseball is you can make the ballpark any way you want it. to so pretty much help your team because you got to remember you're playing there for half the games, but other teams are going in there and playing, too. So I think mean, you can make an advantage for yourself. But yeah. like you also got to worry about other teams. And the only reason that wall is 45 feet tall is because it's less than 300 feet. To the freaking wall, it's like two was it 275 to freaking the Green or someone on the left field line.
1: Yeah, I think what it says on there is bullshit. Yeah, it is I bullshit. It's, sh- it's, it's way
0: shorter, shorter. way yeah. shorter. Yeah. And
1: I and I will say the Yankees right field at their stadium pretty much caters to left hand hitting
0: from correct. From and I that's why remember. they designed that way. And they designed that it's basically a complete um footprint of their old stadium, and that's why they liked it because they helped those players wrap that ball. In fact, the the bullpins at Fenway Park were were done because of Ted Williams. They used to have the bullpens on the sidelines, and then they actually built the bullpens out to bring the right field wall further in, so Ted Williams could hit more home runs. And statistically, if you look at, it, they did that in like the mid '40s. Ted Williams was all, banging an extra ten home runs a year. So,
1: I, I will say, I do think it's bullshit that he hit that seat. I think it's what? fucking bullshit. Even David Ortiz thinks it's bullshit. I don't David yeah, yeah, David um, Ortiz said he even tried it with like a, a corked bat during batting yeah. practice
2: once. He
1: fucking do it, and I and I am surprised though. The one thing about family Park that always surprised me is you know where the retired numbers are. Yeah, that yeah. That just seems like a spot that would be. I don't understand why more. I have never seen a home run hit off that. Really, uh, why? It just seems like a kind of spot where a left-handed yeah. hitter would go crazy. I
0: seen. I think maybe once or twice it hits the numbers, but like you really yeah. have to. You got to get it high, and you got to wrap it so it like. Because, like, last night, uh, the one Bogats hit was right down the alleyway between the bleachers and the uh, grandstand. It literally went down the hallway. And that's about as close as you're going to get without that thing wrapping. I mean, you're really going to wrap that ball to be able to hit that. Because True. you can remember, if you look at it from home plate, only, like, two numbers are really in fair territory, right? Because the way it kind of angles off a little bit. Mm. So if you get enough curve, you could probably smack it off there. I mean, enough foul balls going that direction, but.
1: Am I right though? It just looks so obtainable. It should be from yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And that I agree If that Ted Williams home runs because I mean, that's like 500 feet.
1: Yeah. It Maybe on a bounce, it hit there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 500 feet. And from it's almost like Ted Williams would have to be turned 45 degrees at the plate in order to hit that ball dead on in order for it to travel. Cause it's basically like the, the second to last section in the bleachers, right? Which is mm-hmm. basically looking straight on. From the foul line, what, thirty feet to the left, right. So in order to hit that ball perfectly like that, you would even have to time it was just right to hit the ball. But when you're doing that, you're bat so far back, you're not getting the full velocity of the ball. So True. I'm thinking it, it, it does it, physically. It, it it's no one's have done it before. Yeah. And there's much stronger. I mean, granted, uh, Maguire hit the ball into the mass pike during the uh, All-Star game in '99, right? It was like five hundred and like fifty feet or whatever it was. But yeah. it's the all-star game. You're getting those balls. I I I I wanna personally believe are camped with for the all-star game to for more uh, dramatic in nature, right? These aren't the regular balls you're playing with. These are you know, docked balls. Uh,
1: I, I found I found uh Ortiz's quote. Um That red seat. I've been hitting bombs for years and I haven't come close. No disrespect to Mr. Ted Williams was a great hitter. But as far as being strong, I don't know if he was stronger than me and former Red Sox first baseman Mo Vaughn. That red seat is unhubed.
0: I mean, you've been there. You've seen the park. That seat's halfway up the bleachers.
1: Yeah, he's, he's even said, I go with an aluminum bat. I'm not even close to it. Or <laughs> to told Sarah. When players come to Fenway, they say, what is that red seat all about? I tell them, they say, Mr. Ted Williams hit a ball out there. And they're like, yeah, right. Players, power hitters, guys who hit bombs. They say there's no way you can yeah. barely see it from the second base.
0: <laughs> I know it's that that's I think it's like <laughs> 28 rows up in the bleaches above the, um, the the bullpen.
1: Section 42,
0: row 37, seat 21. Row, row 37, E Morris. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And <laughs> row 37, and I think there's maybe like 52 rows in that, that section. So you're bullshit. saying that it's, it's more than halfway up. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But not that people on bullshit, it's a good story. Bringing our guest. Oh. It's now from New York story. City, I believe, will be Jessica. Yes. Rodkin.
1: From New York. Girl. Oh, yes.
0: Hey, how you doing? Hey,
1: hey, how
0: are you, you for- doing? Good. Thank you for joining hey. us tonight. Are you, uh in fact, in New York City? Uh,
2: yes. I'm sorry. I was just so taken by your accent. I'm like, who am I talking to? My go hunting bunch of, hunting?
1: A bunch <laughs> a of old Bostonian old assholes. <laughs> are
0: you, uh, are you a native New Yorker? Or are you a-
2: I am a native yeah. New Yorker. Yeah.
0: Did last night's Yankees game uh, hurt you a little bit, or? Amazing you player. know,
2: I I have a vagina and I like crystals, so I don't watch them. <laughs> that's
0: right, you're a... <laughs> open. Oh, yes, that's you know strange.
2: what I'm saying. I'm just like these these things. Uh, I want to connect with you, but I also just want to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I feel.
0: Oh that. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we just talked. We were just very excited about that Red right? Sox. You great. were very
2: excited. So you guys won an, uh Yankee. You guys won a game.
0: Yes. And uh, if if we if we just beat the Yankees and then we lose the rest of the games, the rest of the playoffs, that was satisfying to us. So,
2: well, I mean, I totally get it. The Yankees just buy whatever players they want. Right. Isn't that their famous go to move?
0: That's their MO. Usually, yes. But right.
2: And then everyone hates them.
0: Correct. Yeah.
2: Like for just buying instead of actually cultivating players. Right. It's true. Oh, yeah. look, I know something. It's I'm not just
0: oh that's good. That was perfect. Yeah, like, welcome,
1: <laughs> welcome to the fire. By the way, I'm Adam. That's already
0: <laughs> oh, yes, by the way, yes.
1: <laughs> um but Jessica, I gotta say, like I, I was just reading through, I was reading through your bio here, and I'm like, whoa, look at all this fucking cool shit right here, right? We got we got CIA. Why did you I'm like seeing CIA analyst Reiki healer? So we got some mm-hmm. energy stuff going on here. We yeah. got MIT graduate. Why? Yeah. Why are you still involved in any of that, or do you
2: abandon it all for comedy? which part? Which part?
1: Let's let's go everywhere. I know you're a Reiki healer still. I'm a Reiki
2: and healer and still. And, and mm-hmm, still for I'm now. Dead. Yeah, I'm
1: an, I'm an empath, so I am you're I an
2: empath. Are you totally, a highly sensitive person,
1: extremely. I can sense oh. people's energy.
0: What so is this? What yeah? is so, all right now? I'm I'm lost.
1: So, yeah, sorry, this is not
2: this is great.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to go,
2: we have to talk about baseball again to get you back on um, board. Okay,
0: I'm just standing into the sky. I mean, I mean. The whole former
2: uh, CIA analyst thing is pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. No, say. I mean, you can't, like, be halfway CIA. You can't, like, just be CIA on the weekends. you got to be all in or all out.
1: That's true. That's true.
2: I mean, I know it's, like, there's there's so many, like, movies, and it's, like, everyone thinks that you mentioned CIA, and people either think you murder babies or like, you're, like, a sexy murderer. So there's murder involved in any case. And just, like, yeah, I'm just doing comedy. After my set, let me go, like, like destroy the Taliban and then I'll come back, you know,
0: it would be great if you're doing like a uh, undercover at a comedy club, then you just fit in perfectly. But yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Nobody. <laughs> they are that- like, oh, she's literate. She's literate. That's amazing. Like
0: <laughs> I heard that there would be a Russian spy working in the uh, the lower Manhattan comedy clubs. We need you to infiltrate them and get all their information. For your yeah, old-
2: I am outed, though. Um, the- i mean you guys are comics you know comedians have no benefit to society except making people laugh like we don't like
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's about it then they throw us I mean, away am it. i
2: wrong
1: see i see i i am happily not a comic i know yeah, a lot of people in the scene but i do i am happily not a comic because i feel like they're all backstabbing little bitches and like to just whine and complain about how people are stealing jokes and like to just be like you're my friend i want to get more better i want to get better than him like they're all just I, I'm, the comedy scene, I feel like, is just not. I love it. I, I so like. You to know were people. a comic? No.
2: You were uh, never I, a comic. I do. Never was.
0: Yeah. No. He, you know, he was. He's just the the guy we know who hangs off the comics. The guy. He, he gives us <laughs> what, <laughs> tells us how bad we are. Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. That. I was like, you have to be a comic. Otherwise, why are you doing this to yourself?
0: <laughs> you know
2: <what> I mean. <laughs>
1: Why we are you like podcasting? I like Why are you podcasting?
2: New... With, for like the meeting... love of the game? Are you crazy? I like meeting insane? new
1: people. It's we a Wednesday night. This. Yeah, no. We, we, we.
0: God, how long have we been doing this? For? Me and I have been doing it for almost 10 years together, off That's and true. on. And then uh, I've been doing it for like 20 years.
2: No, I mean a lot of good people. Been doing of this fun, for 20 years? Or, was the internet still around 20 years? No, I mean like. So <laughs> you, yeah,
0: yeah. You go way back. No, so like college, right? Online radio. Like.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. I'm like, there was no podcasting 20 years ago.
0: So I was across the river in Wentworth. So we had an online radio station that only broadcast to the uh basically the internal part of the college. So yeah. maybe five person people, five people would log on and listen. But I was smart enough to save all my episodes on uh remember those DVD plays where you could stick in there and you could record shit like on a DVD, it was very high tech before it, all that digital stuff, and I had saved it all. And then what podcast what did uh, podcast came out what around like 90 2006 2007 ish i remember people that was the big crave but no one yeah. really was doing it.
1: they were on itunes too weren't they? yeah it well, itunes Apple and a buddy
0: a, a buddy yeah. of mine was like hey he's like you should just load up your shows on itunes and i was like what does that mean i mean I don't, he's like no that thing you have like that that like ipod and i was like yeah he's like you can listen to shows on it and I, was like, I was like talking like a wizard to me i was like wow this is like anytime i want i
2: can't get i can't get over the way you talk i cannot i love that it guy. so much it makes me crazy and it's like yeah. i'm 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 losing my mind it's yeah. like exploding. A, overload. a wizard to me like i'm like oh my god just melting um
1: i'm jealous of your hair your hair looks like too good right now to be on a podcast for this oh really you know your I got hair got my, looks really
2: I got my, nice i got my <laughs> ring light i brought it gentlemen i wore makeup I wore makeups for the first time in a long time. I brought, I, I have this fucking fancy shit. I was like, all right, Let's yeah. fucking, my nails are busted, but I can't give you everything, but I tried.
0: You look like you should be doing weather for 10, 10 wins. Like go over
2: here. They don't, they generally like <laughs> weather for 10, 10 wins. I love that. <laughs> That's- I'm very high compliment
0: i know in new york i every time back in the day before a satellite radio when i drive to new york i will tune into 1010 winds weather oh. and traffic on the 10s
2: that's right it's it's great yeah, but, uh, i was just like 10 10 wins
1: but just to be clear jessica i do love comedy and like people involved i just the community part of it part of it just reminds me of middle school that's all
2: you know is it a boston comedy thing i've come to boston a few times and i loved it
0: well, here's the thing in Boston. So it basically, is. if you like, it yeah, is. and Adam's been exposed to some of like the, the low grade open mics that I've dragged them to in the past, you know, some of that. Okay. So when you get to the bottom of the barrel stuff like we like I used to do back in the day with other people, you get those people. I remember, yeah. you know, and then like once you get into a little bit more of an advanced, it's almost like anything else, right? Like a video game. Once you get rid of like the, get into the more of the uh, the uh, moderate, to, you know, like the I, I kind of know what I'm doing. Intermediate level, I guess you could say. Yeah. Get rid of some of that garbage, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, garbage. Yeah, yeah,
2: this guy. yeah.
0: We had some shitty people on the show before that fucking would just like come on and like they would just be blowing up other people's spots and they'd be talking shit about us when they got off to like someone else's show. Oh,
2: who, raised, who raised these people? I said, like, exactly. The who raised dumb. them? I feel like, okay, so as, so um uh, as a sensitive person yeah there's there's a way to really kind of like adjust what what realities you experience do you know what i'm saying like there's i, I work in this field of like adjusting the reality that people experience yeah oh, i
1: get it yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah. that makes sense maybe hopefully it
1: bother me it's just more of an observation oh. this
2: is the way it is. right but that's like not the experience that i have in comedy at all
0: which is good which is, which a- is great
2: Yeah, I have, like, my best friends are comics. I love comics. Um, I mean, there are places and shows and people who I stay away from because I think their energy is weird, and I don't like them as humans, you know? But then, like, also producing your own and, uh, like, producing your own shows, you get to kind of control the room. Just like on your podcast, you kind of control it, right?
0: Yeah, and when I I used to run shows, that was basically it. I would, you know, vent out a lot of people before you kind of figure out who you're going to get, like, especially because a lot of the times we, I was doing shows at like bars and restaurants that were like, uh-huh. I call them ambush shows. Like, yeah, you,
2: yeah, yeah. We call them ambush shows. Yeah, of course.
0: Take the audience hostage. They don't even know a comedy shows is going there just staying at the hotel. Cause they're flying of to Fort Lauderdale tomorrow. And all of a sudden a comedy show pops up and it's just like, Oh, so you got a fine art between that because you're going to make sure that you, you can entertain the people, but you don't, you know, make them hate life and want to leave. You know what I mean? Like some guys yeah. talk. Yeah.
2: We don't. Um, I did ambush shows in DC because I did. I started in DC. Oh, okay. I so was friends with Emily Raskowski. and I was in DC comedy for five years before. When I was at the CIA, I did comedy at night.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. We're yeah. both in DC. I yeah. li- I, lived, <laughs> I lived in DC for uh, for a year. You did? Well, in uh, well, in the Burbs in Silver Spring, but I was working in.
2: I know Silver Spring, yeah. of course. I lived all over. I lived DC, Maryland, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 11 years of my life, so yeah, yeah. it was a long time. But, yeah, that's why like I get down there.
0: By. The MDV, as they call it,
2: oh, DMV, a
0: DMV. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I wish they called it something other than DMV because nobody wants to go to the DMV.
0: No, no one does. Yeah, oh,
2: no. no, it's terrible.
0: My experience was um, like terrible living there.
2: You, you hated it. You hated it.
0: I didn't. I, did, I can say I didn't hate it. I just coming from Boston and going on there. Because, like, in Boston, people are from Boston, but you go down to, like, D.C., no one's from D.C., right? So it's, like, everyone's, like, from all around the friggin' country, and it's just, like, you don't, I didn't feel, like, the neighborhood vibe that you do, it, which you probably feel in New York. You get the neighborhoods, you get the feel, the, you know, yeah. like that yeah. doesn't exist in D.C. whatsoever. It's just kind of wide open.
2: You know, gentrification was a big problem in D.C. Yeah. When I was there. Like, I, it got gentrified. I couldn't afford to live there. I had to, like, bust out to the boonies.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: But um, no, I'm a native New Yorker and, and I do live in a very neighborhoody part. Okay. But that's like that was like my choice, you know?
0: Yeah. And so I think a lot of people prefer that too. I think I feel I think that's why you go to these cities like that, like Boston, New York, there's the neighborhoods, because you can kind of separate yourself from the rest of the big picture. You know what I mean? Kind of.
2: I think people come to New York to like make it in whatever their field is. And I yeah. think that there, and I think that there's a there's a pulse to New York City. Mm-hmm. There's like an energy that runs through it that gets people. Do you know what? I don't know.
0: Oh, I I, I, yeah, I get it. Do you? How do you feel about the state of New York right now? It's Kind of scary, isn't it? Or is it as bad as it looks on TV and we're just kind of seeing? How does
2: it look on TV? Well, how, what is What is the state of New York? that
0: you see? I, so my perspective of New York from everything I'm reading is like there's homeless people hanging out every corner. The drug yes. is crazy. The crime's yes. crazy. There's no control of the city. People are either locked in don't want to go out. I mean, they really make it look like it's like, you know, going into a third world country.
2: You know, it's a lot better than it was okay uh, in the early part of the pandemic it was really it was bad yeah and through the middle and i went back to work uh last july before vaccines. so i've been a lot of my comedy friends they just stayed on unemployment the whole time until it ran out and then they're like all right i need to look for i need to look for a job yeah but i just yeah but um it's not that bad there's a lot of homeless it's not good yeah and it's also like even even if i give money to homeless people it doesn't like Solve their problem. It doesn't solve the homelessness issue.
0: No, it just gives them a fix for the whatever. It gives they them need. a
2: fix or, or food or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it does feel a little helpless that there's not. Because I, I mean, th- we'll have a new mayor soon.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I love New York City. I, I mean, going for a living in Boston, your four-hour bus ride for fifteen dollars into the city, you could literally we we used to go for the day. We used to literally take the you know six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning bus to New York go see like a Mets or a Yankees game at one o'clock and then spend the rest of the afternoon there. And then take like the eight, nine o'clock bus back to Boston. And like, you know, so you don't get a hotel, you don't have to worry about the money there you go and hang out and have a good time. You go bounce, you know, bounce around the bars and stuff like that. And then you go home. It was great. It was four hours away. I, I mean, I did it probably countless times when I was in college because it was just, you know, spur of the moment stuff. And like,
2: yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it's great. And, you know, we even did comedy. We used to go down there and just do a couple sets and then come back, like hit a couple of mics and come back to Boston, you know? So,
2: Oh, you've been you you started a comedy a long time ago.
0: Oh, uh, probably I don't know, College was what two thousand, probably two thousand seven, two thousand six, probably ish. Two thousand
2: seven, two thousand six. Um, yeah, okay, all right.
0: Off and on, yeah, and but but I mean, nothing too serious. I didn't take it to the. We, you know, yeah, we
1: gotta get you back on the stage already. We
0: do. We gotta get you back out. We really get back on. It's so tough. You have
1: to, yeah. I'll be we your have- cheerleader, bro. We gotta get you out there, man
0: well when i was doing when i was running the rooms it was fun you know because then i can kind of like pick and choose we had a lot of, I, I live in the north shore of boston so we have a lot of oh, like. you
2: do oh that's so fun
0: yeah so we have a lot oh. of guys up here you know who, who are like you, north shores you know
1: you went to mit so what what's your experience out here You've been yeah
0: boston. so did you do any com- com- comedy when you were in boston like when you live uh, in-
2: you know i did i did um improv when i went to MIT. mt
0: now uh, what yeah. in cambridge
2: Uh, No, not Improv Asylum. I just did improv comedy at MIT. I I was on the road. I was an improv troupe. Um, And um, I feel like, and I did some improv when I came to DC um, in like my mid-20s. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: So, but improv, I feel like I learned the most about myself and how to live through improv. I think that if I were to recommend that, I I would recommend like a, a random person, like what's one of the best education you can have. I think improv comedy. Nobody says that.
0: No, but I agree because I took I took like five six classes at um Improv Boston in, in uh central. Oh, that's Street. Great. And that's how I kind of I was doing like the stand up, but I couldn't really fine tune anything. And I started doing improv because I wanted to get my timing correct. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. drinking before sets, and I started getting my timing better. And then like yeah. like playing off other people and being able to play off the crowd and try to like work a crowd kind of thing. Sure. And uh, yeah, that like I said, improv is pretty cool because I got to meet a lot of cool people and you know, you do these little groups and stuff and you kind of just go but like long-term wise, it wasn't really for me, but it was more like more of like an experience, I guess you could say.
2: You but- know, the, the thing that I love about improv so much is that improv teaches you to listen to other people
0: mm-hmm. and I- it
2: teaches you to be in the moment and it teaches you to respond from an authentic place and to trust that the funny is, is naturally there and it will arrive. Yeah. Mm. And that um, those are such important life lessons because we don't really learn to listen to each other. We don't really learn to uh, be present in the moment and to just experience and to to be there with others. And those are like massive life lessons on just how to function as a human in society.
1: That's very true. I think a lot of us are just waiting for our turn to talk and not just necessarily listening to what people are saying to take it in and digest it.
2: That's huge. Right, and then to respond from an authentic place yeah no
0: absolutely
2: and that that's where the magic lies so i think that there i think that those lessons from comedy from improv were really really profound
0: and also with improv too it's like you have to listen because you have to make sure you're going to be alone because you know you're dependent on the other person to right. save you if you say or continue the joke i guess of or the, or the skit um it's it's kind of nerve-wracking sometimes because you, you, you put on the spot and you're like all right well I got to make sure I take and everything and your brain has to work faster right and you have to try to figure things out and you have to kind of like push the boat in the right direction otherwise it's gonna you know
2: I feel like improv is about surrender you think so yeah Yeah. I think there's, I a, I think there's a big element of surrender and it's not just it's, it's listening but also acceptance because oh. you could like accept you could hear what your partner or scene, scene partner would say but not accept it and be like He's like, okay, I'm in a pharmacy. And you're like, you know what? I'm in a deli. And it's like, well, what, are you, what the uh, fuck are you yeah. doing?
0: Yes, and. That's what they tell yes, you. Yes, Right. Yes, I'm in a pharmacy and I'm buying myself some laxative. I had a rough night last night. How was, <laughs> was your Throw the ball. We did, You know, the, the, yeah. that was that improv 101 when you throw the ball at each other. You pass That's the ball. Right. That's you know? right.
1: Yeah. Fun. Yeah. No, it's extremely pure, too, because, you know, you're exposing your this is is sort of a vulnerability there because, you know, you're exposing Mm -hmm. yourself to people in a way that's like, you know, you're throwing this out there to the world to see how they're going to respond to it. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But you're just going to give it a shot. Yeah.
0: So you're in Boston. So you're in Cambridge at MIT. Yes. And what was your major there?
2: You know, this is really embarrassing. My neighbor, my major was political science. Okay. Which I feel like is like major, like going, like going to the Olympics for Sudoku. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's really embarrassing. But I, I started in material science. I still have to take a lot of science courses. Yeah. And my family, my family's all engineers. They're like all engineers and doctors. Like three out of my four grandparents were engineers. Oh, wow. And I'm first generation. They're all Russian. Or oh, they're they're from Russia, but they're like Russian, Jewish, and Persian. There's like a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what i mean this
1: is a much, this cluster in there right
2: cluster
0: well, they, they were probably yeah. all like static that you went to mit
2: they they lost their shit right. and then and then i went to cia and they're like what are you doing they were like you're not making you know like well they, i majored in political science they were like you're never going to get a job yeah. and i'm like watch me slay you know what i mean watch me slay and then and then i got into the cia and then my grandfather was like they never let jews into kgb <laughs> 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 they never let jews into kgb we're so proud of you they don't let- <laughs>
0: like my grandmother my grandmother's half Russian, half german so they, yeah they
2: yeah. That's <laughs> I, like vodka. <laughs> I mean i
0: how did you decide CIA what happened like you're just sitting there like, you watch like NCIS and you're like
2: getting...
1: <laughs> and I know, or some guy walk up to you and was like
2: hey
0: or are you a spy for the KGB maybe that's
2: I mean it would be it would be so bad because I'm so public like all my stuff is out there you know what I mean um yeah
0: that'd be a
2: perfect cover it's, all a decoy. <laughs> it's so <laughs> obvious that you it's get
0: information <laughs> from us right now we have <laughs> <more laughs> <mad. laughs>
2: <laughs> um i was uh, i so i worked in a bunch of labs giving given this year i worked in a genetics lab i worked in a material science lab and i was bored out of my mind i was yeah. like you know what Fuck this science shit is so slow it's so annoying i'm just playing with you know genetic material everything's like radioactive i'm like you know i'm risking my life for what the fuck am i doing right i was a teenager and then i was like let me change the world and I was like, and and then I don't know what I was thinking. I was like FBI or CIA, I wanted to study human trafficking or weapons of mass destruction. Oh, the wow. FBI wow. wanted me to be an agent, and mm-hmm. I was like, did not. I would anyone who meets me and thinks I should be handling weapons is not an organization I trust. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's like Connie Scully from the X Files. So. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> it's,
2: it's just not a fit. And yeah. so and so um, so CIA was hiring after 9 11. Yep. Um, I joined in 2003, right after graduation. I got recruited out of there, but most CIA people don't want to work for the government because they make shit for money, mm-hmm. as opposed to like working in tech where you just like make it rain. And I was just such a delusional, not financially motivated person at the time. Now I'm stacking paper, but at the time I was like, you know, I just want to make the world a better place. I don't know how I chose CIA to make the world a better place because I was looking at World Bank. Was, it's just it's just insane it's like let me join the mafia and make the streets safer it's like uh <laughs> you know, like,
0: well, my relatives did you know they protected the north end you know?
2: that's right. so, so how
0: does one apply for the CIA? is there like an application you fill out or is like do you there have- is
2: you can go online and fill it out really doing it right now i'm
0: right. on like, <laughs> well, it so. i was fascinated by working for the fbi i don't know what got me like i always thought like that would be a cool job and then like i i'd watch like my blue heaven and I realized yeah. there's just a bunch of pencil pushes. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like an office agent. I don't want to be like out there. No,
2: no they have field agents. I yeah, have field that's agents.
0: what I'm going to be. And I'm like, just not just a lot of motivation and became an architect. It was a lot easier that way.
2: But you are, you're an architect.
0: I have an architect's degree. Okay. <laughs> but I have, I, mean, degree.
2: I have an economics degree. I don't do shit with it. There you
0: go. So I'm more in the engineering field with my uh, homeboy to the left of me. We work in the same office.
2: You do?
1: yes we do we see each other every day. every
0: day i see
2: him i see him more than he sees his own wife
0: that's right yeah. i yeah. was
2: gonna say i was gonna say this is your work husband
0: it is, my work husband. It is. we go to lunch yeah. together you know yeah. we're we're,
1: we're hetero we're, we're hetero life mates yeah you know i i love it
2: <laughs> I, I feel like we need to normalize this for men
0: it's yeah.
1: yeah yeah that's cool, cool. Yeah. yeah absolutely
2: Right? It's great. We need we need more. Like, I feel like a lot of dudes need more friends. I'm glad you guys have each other. It's really-,
1: you know, it's really true. As I got older, I didn't realize that. Like, I feel like uh girls, it's like I give you guys credit in the sense that when something's wrong, you guys kind of rally. It's like, let's go out and let's have some drinks. Uh, guys, we don't have like like as well, many friends as we, females. So
0: every year we do this group thing, right? Where we go and try to go see a Patriots game on the road. And it's it's like six of us. And it's been harder and harder each year to get everyone on board. Like, just right. because of like you know, scheduling and you know.
1: adulting people. have Hell, kids yeah. Family. It's just happens. and
0: I'm the one who has the kid and the wife. That should be the hardest for me to get time off. But like my wife comes with me. So we basically we try to we organize it. Right. So we pick a game. We go and like to grab the single guys to go off us is more. You think that would be the easy thing to do? Like you go like the single guys. The guys are always on board, ready to go. But they always have like a root canal or like they're fucking getting their ass. <laughs> root canal. Like- <laughs>
1: they're getting
2: they're getting their assholes bleached, anal
0: bleaching. <laughs> sorry, I can't go to the past game that weekend. and get my asshole so bleached. They <laughs> like, go. Oh, yeah. Put it online. Yeah, so
2: I need to online. put it on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but so, like no, it's sorry. true though. Like, I think I, I do think that guys will, will not have, but I don't know. Is it an is it an age thing when you get older, you just I don't know. You just don't have the, like, you don't stay in touch. I mean, it should be easy these I, days. I you think, think
2: right? that's socially um, like women naturally, and we're sort of socialized to sit, to be in, in groups and and sit circle sort of with each other. And mm-hmm. I think men naturally were before, but nowadays, or I don't know if nowadays, but um, you know, this is the whole idea of masculinity and how it can, the concepts of masculinity can be harmful.
0: Yeah. you know, There
2: are negative aspects of it that actually harm dudes i don't need emotional support i'll handle it on my own i'll just grab a drink slap someone on the back instead of like talking about their feelings i don't know
0: yeah i feel yeah. like with most guys anyways though for the most part
1: but I, I, I do think it's important, important that we all need to like socialize i know if i have a problem like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking talk to somebody a friend of mine or something because just keeping it all in and no good's gonna come from that. i mean you're an
2: empath and you have worldwind potato on the and behind you with the blockbuster background, is that what's yes, going that, That's very the blockbuster. True. Yeah. go <laughs> only would blockbuster.
1: You like to, would you like to? you like to rent a video today?
2: I would love to walk into a blockbuster again. They have an Airbnb that's a blockbuster. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah, I think they charge a lot. I would pay for that just for the experience of being a child, because I just like would go with my dad and pick out a movie. Oh,
1: I right. I miss yeah. that smell. I miss like that popcorn yeah. carpet garbage I mean, smell you
2: remember when
0: you came out like on fridays you'd go there and they would have like a hundred of like the video tapes on there but I mean, none of them would be available because someone came in there and cleaned them all out you'd just be sitting That's there all pumped right. out like man i really want to see independence day like i can't get the VHS. I,
1: I don't miss that but i do miss that that feeling was horrible when the movie yeah. you wanted wasn't there but i will say just as gratifyingly awesome was that feeling when you saw like three left of the one oh, you wanted yeah. And yeah, it yeah
2: that, that feeling that that
0: was called was up was and crazy. you're like hey can you hold that for me please i'll be there like in five minutes and,
1: it felt like amazing. It was like really Wonker in the Chocolate Factory. You got the golden ticket. It was it felt like fucking. It really, yeah, you're
2: absolutely right.
0: Adam actually does a skit on his Whirlwind Potato YouTube page where he's a guy from who works at Blockbuster.
1: Yeah, I play a creepy
0: blockbuster guy. Blockbuster guy. That sounds
2: yeah. amazing. I had to watch this immediately.
0: The only blockbuster around uh, other than the area you spoke of is the actual working blockbuster in Bend, Oregon, right? Is that what, what we figured out? I
1: believe it is my only one left
0: in the country where you can actually actually rent videos from.
1: It is in. I I'm thought it was gone. Place. I thought it was
0: completely yeah. gone. There's one left. Guns. Yeah, there. Oregon. Just if you're out on the west coast, you got to pop in there. It's it's. I think it's like literally halfway between. It's the middle of the state.
1: Yes, my friend, you are right. Ben Oregon. Bend,
0: yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, if and you can actually still go and get your membership card, and you can still do the whole. You know, yeah. I, I would I would imagine late fees are a little extreme because if you're renting a video and then you're going back to the east coast, you're probably gonna have to pay <sighs> a fee. So.
2: I, well, think, if I, I, think, uh, I think I would just want to go in and just walk around.
0: You know, no, it's fun. that nostalgia. Right. And just I, I think it's hilarious that kids these days will never know what Be Kind Rewind means.
1: No shit,
2: right? There's so many things that they don't know. We were just talking about it with my co who are acupuncture, my acupuncture co-worker. And um, like kids didn't like they uh, they don't know life without social media
0: right yeah
2: and we don't fully understand how much it um especially with like the the new facebook whistleblower how much it really mentally damages people especially girls like instagram
0: oh for sure but you get to figure too remember we're probably all around the same age and then myspace was the big thing that came out when we were you know in the early 2000s and Uh for us that was kind of like all right you post a picture you had a cool little background you Play some music and you had your top eight friends Ooh, who gonna be my top eight friends today you know what i mean it'd be like yeah. your girlfriend at the time one of your buddies and then you'd, you'd alternate the seven and eight out and in and out depending on who the situation was and then you have a little profile and a blurb and then you probably have a geocities website where you had the link there <laughs> and you send it there right and it's is like yeah, yeah this is all about and like facebook was like i remember when my Everyone's like college only, right? You only could be in college to be able to get it. And then it was like, all right, it was like a bunch of college people. And when I was in college, I used it to, to connect with some of my high school friends, and we just kind of like kept it like little groups where we can kind of like now the only reason I use Facebook is so my 90-year-old grandmother in Florida could see pictures of my kids.
2: How old is your baby?
0: He's uh almost two. Yeah. So, but if I didn't have, if I didn't need facebook first i guess you could need, not need but like use it to show pictures of the kids so they so relatives could see it i really have no need for it anymore because i was picking up chicks oh, back no. 2005 and 2006 on it and that was my thing i would message him and try to like set up dates you would
2: slide into dms before it was a thing
0: big time i was i was
2: you were sliding into facebook dms
0: i was pioneering it and at the time i was doing it, it was super creepy and now it's just like no you know what I mean? It's just like it's the room. Oh, everyone
2: does it. I, I slide into DMs. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't like recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, but it's like I, I remember doing it and people would be like, this is creepy. meeting someone online. Like, well, yeah, like this is I yeah. don't yeah. got to do anything. You know what I mean? I just sit here and I'm just going through and stuff like this. And now it's just like all the kids have it like there's young kids that have it and they just post everything about them it's shit that they're posting that shouldn't that kids should keep to themselves. I don't know. I just think it's a little too overexposure.
1: It's, I think it's it's more damaging I think for women too in the sense that like okay I remember back in the 90s it was like people would get on about magazines and it's like it's creating this false narrative that's how a woman should look look at this magazine and this girl right map. that's right,
2: and they never
1: anymore. would have thought what would happen decades later with the explosion of the internet because right. it's not just in magazines magazines don't barely exist anymore it is just everywhere you fucking look of like no that's how you're supposed to look but that's not how
2: you're a lot supposed of it's fake it's very it's it's impossible. the standards are impossible
1: yeah they can also, too, they can afford. Well, besides, from airbrushing, they can afford to get like a lot of these women can afford to have personal chefs, personal trainer, twenty four seven. Your but average he, working person can't do that. You know, it's not realistic.
2: But like BBLs, you know what BBL is Brazilian butt lift. Oh yeah, I, got, like one of those. Of, I got, got one. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. That's how you scored your wife. I was you got her pregnant.
0: I was not happy with my ass. I had to get. I had to do something with it. You know. <laughs> The flat ass. Is that food.
2: why I've been looking at it at work lately already? <laughs> I, I knew That's she you did do. something. God.
0: <laughs> walking around the, you know, the city.
2: Yeah, like BBLs are uh, very, really deadly. And they're, they're not like you're talking about personal chefs. BBLs are a couple thousand dollars. Oh, and, um, you know, girls are going to Miami and the hotels are packed. And these girls are disfiguring their bodies at like 18 they don't even know like my body wasn't done at 18 i my hips you know all my business filled in later
0: yeah. absolutely yeah no yeah. it's way too early and like it's the pressure
2: it's,
0: you don't know what you want i mean i still look like a little kid when i was 18 years old you know I mean, it wasn't until i was like in my mid-20s where I, you know i started looking like a like a, a guy you know not like a teenager yeah. but like yeah so you get all that pressure i mean even i look at some some buff guys on instagram and be like how do I get that? And I'm sitting in the gym at the Planet of fitness using the machine. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting there. at <laughs> this you know, Little by little, but it's like, but like, I, you know, I'm not an 18 year old kid who's like self-conscious about the body and probably, you know, maybe right. gets picked on or something like that. And now I feel really, really bad about something. And I don't know how I would have reacted back then if that was the situation. Cause Adam and I were late bloomers. We didn't really fall into our place until we are like in our twenties. And it was like, but like, I don't, I, I, it's kind of scary to think about it. When you think about it, I was like, well, if i was 16 years old and someone was like throwing this stuff in my face, how would I react? Probably negatively. It probably wouldn't have been a positive thing, you know? Right. Right. I just, I when Facebook went down the other day, I was kind of hoping that it just like, it was like, a, i was a,
2: hoping it would be gone a, forever. That's what I thought too. I was oh like, I was like,
0: it's time.
2: And just like,
0: I go, someone pulled a plug. I go, this would be the greatest thing ever. I go, I could just start taking pictures and mailing them to my grandmother every month and she'll get like a <laughs> I can yeah. Package, like, <laughs> Does she have an
2: iPhone? Does she have a smartphone?
0: Yes. Uh, it's a it kind of it's, but she doesn't know how to get pictures on. Like I'll send the pictures, but she doesn't know how to like open them. Like it's very. I told my father just to get her an iPhone so it's easier. Then we can have like a, like my mother in law has a like an iPhone with a group album with a link, and she clicks on it and she sees the pictures anytime she wants. It's nice and easy.
2: i need to get her an iPhone. I know. I, I mean, we'll start that. a go for we'll me.
1: You could open up a whole realm of bullshit with that. Teaching old people technology can be scary. Like my mom now, sometimes she'll just text in all emojis, and I'm like, I'm sorry I created this monster because I'll have to sit there and decode hieroglyphics oh, yeah. and try to figure out the fuck <laughs> she's saying, and then I'll just call her and mom, what the fuck are you trying to talk. I have no idea. I don't have time for this.
0: My grandmother survived Nazi Germany in World War Two, but I still gotta go down there and program her answer machine for everyone's answering while. machine. You still got an answer machine, yeah. Like an old yeah. with the tape that goes in there and stuff. And- when the electricity goes out, there's an issue sometimes.
1: Yeah. All right, we have bigger problems. Our boss doesn't even know how to find a Gmail account.
0: Uh, how about this? Our boss <laughs> bought an alarm clock, an analog alarm clock on Amazon because he needed it because he doesn't want to use his phone for his alarm. I go to him, like, who buys alarm clocks these days? He's like, I don't like my phone in my room. And I said to him, I'm like, so where did you buy? You bought this two inch by two inch alarm clock, like a turn, like you get a, well, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a three, I have
2: like them. A well, tri- my dad has them.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say I do have an alarm clock. I do not like using my phone as an alarm clock because I don't want to be woken up by a text. Right? I actually have the same alarm clock I had since middle school.
2: I oh, do yeah. not. Wow. Right? Isn't They're both very special. Yeah.
0: yeah. Short, but I
1: need a helmet. I'm a short bus.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, back in my day, we had the VHS. My, the- uh,
2: no, we got my grandpa an iPhone, and mm. he's 94, and okay. so he knows how to face time which is a really big deal but my wow. grandpa when my grandma died he became a pimp like really? he had like three girlfriends at the same time he just was boning bitches he had knee surgery they had like multiple women come to to the hospital to visit him and nobody <laughs> gave a fuck do you know what i mean because when you're that old there's no men left
0: no like that's yeah. it's true Because so when my grandfather died my gra- they lived in this like a uh, golf community down in florida right so my yeah. grandfather passed away and then Literally, my grandma was getting flowers sent to her house like weeks after from all the the in in the community trying to like move in. Like, like all right, this is my opportunity. Oh yeah,
2: right. yeah.
0: And then she played it yeah. off like, all right, now I can do whatever I want. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, wow.
2: She did, did. She end up with another dude.
0: Did and he ended up dying. So I mean, so it happened. That was ten years after that. But I mean, you
2: know, she got ten years of of, of strange. You know. Yeah.
0: And she's still 91, she, uh, 90, she's actually 91. She's, 91, she's still going to the country club there. And, you know, she, we went down there in March to a visitor, right, during the whole like height of the Corona and stuff. And now at that point, pretty much all everyone got vaccinated at that point. Everyone was good to go. And um, I walk into the clubhouse and I like I pretty much have like a hazmat suit on because I'm afraid to I don't want to expose any of these poor elderly people to anything. They're all walking around, drinking martinis, dancing on the <laughs> dance floor. like. And I said, you know what? good for them because at least they know it's you know it's the latter ends of their life they're not sitting there you know in a cave you know counting down the minutes they're actually enjoying themselves
1: oh they're doing doing more than that already you want to see something really fucked up look up the statistics on elderly people and stds oh
2: yeah it's it's legit (laughs) i want to show you my aunt i want to show you my aunt i gotta find it my aunt i have an aunt aunt. aunt? Is is it weird people don't say aunt
0: Aunt? Say once. No, you see, it yeah. Little, a, uh, is that a New York way of saying aunt? Yeah, what aunt? Yeah, you you walk aunt. Dog now too
1: and get your coffee.
0: You mean instead
2: aunt? of aunt?
1: An yeah, you, say,
0: want? How do you say, say aunt. How do you say how do you say the stuff that you drink in the morning? You get a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you say
1: coffee. Do you say coffee. 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 Yeah, see there, coffee. What
0: is that <laughs> New York coffee. accent? It's the, oh,
1: the the drag on.
2: <laughs> uh, coffee. I'm looking. I'm looking for pictures of my
0: aunts. <laughs> 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 aunt. <laughs> like watching Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yo, this woman is like she was epic. Okay, her name is Tanya. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a photo of her. Um, this she it was nuts. Where is she?
0: I want to be that. I want to be like that when I get older. You know what I mean? I want to live my. I, I, I,
2: She's such a badass. She's gorgeous and she's like, bl- like blinged out. Yeah. And every uh, when her boyfriend, she's 85. When her boyfriend went to sleep, every dude, old geezer, was trying to dance with her at my cousin's wedding. And like then that. when I saw her for the first time, I was like, you look amazing. And she said, of course. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> I bet people were dropping in her DMs.
2: Yo, she, this <laughs> woman is a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? In like every sense of the word
0: that's the way you want to do it because you know why when you go when it's at the latter years of your age, who gives a shit at that point, right? Live your best life. Have a good time. I had one. I got I two grandparents who are both lost their, their uh, spouses and one, my grandmother in Florida lived her life, still living, yeah. having a great time. My grandfather on the other hand on the other side, kind of isolated himself. Didn't want to have fun anymore. Kind of was like, just like, you know, depressed. And it's yeah. like, it's not there's good. So much no. you can do. And I mean, it's like, Go out there, have fun. No one says you have to get married and have a girlfriend. You just go out there and just, you know, do stuff. Like,
2: okay, here's my aunt. Can you see her?
1: Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
2: Look at this. This look is Tanya. Her. Great time. Right? Does she not look amazing?
0: Yeah. She's 90, what did she 90. We say 91.
2: 85.
0: 85. 85.
2: Look at this. She's hey. bling the fuck out.
0: And that's a woman wow. who will live She's probably. To past She's Swollen girl. We well, don't miss a day of your life, right? <laughs> Because, I mean, yeah. any day when you get to that age, it could be the last day. I mean,
2: she, she like, eats a lot of bread when she's at a party so that it can absorb all the vodka she's drinking. You
0: know I mean? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Smart woman.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's, I, like, went through my phone, but I was like, i got to awesome.
1: show that's you Sorry, right, that's a good
0: way to close and out. And and good for you. I mean, that's basically how, uh, that's how I want to go out. I mean, I want to go out, with, like, I want to be found, like, past, when, when I die, maybe hopefully, like, in the 90s, I'd be at a strip club getting a lap dance from, like, Katrina, the, the, you know, the dance and the girl. how don't know
2: how I, I feel girl. about this.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that I outlive her. So I mean, that's, the, that's the goal.
2: You're looking forward to outliving your wife?
0: I'm not looking forward to it. I'm saying I'm just looking at my plan B. What's going to happen? It's
1: not going to happen, my friend. They
0: destroyed probably murdered me. <laughs> yeah, she didn't take a life insurance policy out of me. And she offers to cook meals all the time. So I'm a little skeptical. that maybe You're a little scared. scared. Yeah. <laughs> could be it yeah all right jessica we're uh, moving to the end here what, what can we find you what's your uh website how can we uh, um
2: you can find me at jessica brodkin um uh, b-r-o-d-k-i-n i've got a bunch of shows in new york um coming up so there's psychic comedy shows you guys come through nyc let me know
0: real quick mm-hmm. what's like a what's a psychic comedy show how does that work yeah I'm
2: oh interested. it's great so we have we have sets Comics doing comedy sets. No oh, sets. I thought you said sex. I was like, what the. I fuck? I mean, we have sets, but not at the show. Unfortunately, it's <laughs> it, that more <laughs> um different uh, bracket. So we we have um and then the audience fills out questions on psychic questions that they have, like should I break up with my boyfriend or whatever, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, am I going to get a new job? Am I going to have a baby? And so they and so then we we t- take it out of a bucket and we answer questions with a bunch of psychics. And have okay. like an advice panel. It's actually really fun.
1: Artie, I'm going to say this. Usually on the show, after the show, when we talk tomorrow morning, we talk. We we need to have Jessica back because I need yeah. to hear more
0: about. I want to go I, see. I'm
1: very interested in hearing more about this. Yes. When
0: we have time. Yeah, I want to go down to New York and see, check out one of these shows. I want
1: to hear more about these psychic shows. I'm, I'm,
2: Come I'm, I'm, through, boys. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No, it's sure. Fun. I'd love to do this again.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us, and yeah, uh, have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Talk to you soon. Thanks. That's Bye. you stop the recording no, no? do i just leave <laughs> I <don't know>. okay, <laughs> i'm gonna just leave Here we go. <laughs> she was really cool i
0: liked her yeah she was funny yeah psychic comedy psychic
1: comedy adam
0: i want to do some psychic comedy right right now i'm gonna I predict i'd uh,
1: pick up on it because i'm an empath
0: have you ever been hypnotized before
1: uh i've been to a couple shows and one of them um, i was wasn't originally sold on it, but the problem mm-hmm. was, was, I at my high school graduation, you have a lockdown. Yeah, right? I remember yeah. there was a lockdown where everybody's locked in the school for 24 hours until like 6 a.m. And there was a hypnotist there. And and Is you know, it Santos, Tori, no, it was not Santos. I've been to his show too, though. Yeah. But before that, there was other, I should know it was him. I think he did my high school graduation. And uh, um, old
0: man or the son
1: who uh,
0: son. Probably the old man because yeah, because it, it was 20 years ago, yeah, so yeah.
1: But, like, there's this kid that, like, went up there. And I know some people, they're susceptible and some people aren't. That's yeah. how it works. But this kid who never would have went along with it. Never in a million years. He, he did some stuff that he never would
0: have done. So I was so, hypnotized yeah. by Santos, the, the father. Now the son took okay. over the whole show because I think he died like 10 years ago. And they brought me on stage. And it was at the Old Comedy Connection in uh, Fanny Hall. it was with an ex-girlfriend and stuff. It was like a spur of the moment Saturday, Saturday night thing.
1: Did you feel like you were dreaming?
0: So it was weird. It kind of feel like I experience when I'm on an edible.
1: Yeah, like dreaming, so, almost like a little surreal.
0: Yeah. So like, I don't know if I was just into it or they convinced me to be into it. Like, I'm a sociable guy. Anyways, So going on stage wouldn't really matter to me anyways. But they had me mouth fuck a blow up doll on stage. Do you remember oh. it? yes I, I but i but it would be something i'd probably do anyways if someone asked me so I'll, i was probably a bad specimen to do it because i'm like one of those guys who like you know you know what i mean I'm like oh yeah sure i'll do yeah it you like part.
2: to lie you pant in the crowd a little bit
0: well yeah. like i remember being in like a, a like a, a fuzz like it was a blur while i was doing it like i remember like knowing when i was doing it but it felt like i had You're to drunk. do it. Yeah. yeah like i felt like and i wasn't really drinking i maybe had a cocktail before the show and like i remember just like in my mind it was like you have to do this you have to do this and I was like gang banging a blow up doll with two other dudes, and we were like moving the blow up doll around and moving around for positions and stuff. It was very That's like interesting. It yeah. was like you know, but like in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm on. I I knew I was on stage. I can still visualize it right now. I knew I was on stage. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was. I was with the guys, and like there was a thing where you'd sit there and he would like snap his fingers and people start clocking like a bird, and like I did it like, not like thinking about it i just did it i did it like walking right when he did this i didn't think i just did it and i wonder and there was some people that went on there that couldn't be hypnotized and i was skeptical yeah. i was like all right these plants that come up here but then they got me on there I'm like well i'm definitely not a plant i think it's just a matter of like you're in Intuition goes down a little bit. It's almost like the truth serum you take, right? When they give you that, like, uh, whatever that fucking chemical is, and they inject you, and you start to spurn the truth, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: uh, uh, sodium pentothal.
0: Yeah, oh. and I feel like it's almost like that. Like, your inhibitions go down a little bit, so you, you, your God goes down. So if you're a, someone whose God goes down, you do whatever, you're pretty much susceptible And then, and then you in the back of your mind, you're thinking it's for the show, right? So it'd be like, wait, if I didn't do it. Hmm. So I don't know if I was actually hypnotized or not. But, like, I know people get hypnotized when they do, like, cigarettes and stuff like that. You know, like, to stop smoking and it works, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. But I, that's why I kind of relate the Psychic Comedy Show, too. It's kind of like the same idea, right? She's like, they're going to be predicting stuff, but, like, they do it in a comedy way. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely interesting.
0: huh oh. We'll have to we'll check have it.
1: more of that some other time, for sure.
0: But once the fucking world gets back to normal, we can travel to New York City without being fucking criminals. That'd be great. That would be great. We should if do that some bus and just take it down four hours into the city, spend the day and just come home. Wouldn't that be nice, uh-huh. huh?
1: We could just drive to Bend, Oregon too. It won't take us 44 hours.
0: Is that what the, uh, the last blockbuster? 44 hours. It was about? 44 30. hours, yeah. Hmm. Do that in like th- probably three to four days, right?
1: You and me? Oh, I think I think we could definitely do it on the line. I got
0: my eyes on an RV that I think I might buy a Class C, like a small one.
1: Where are you going to park it?
0: That's the problem I, I, I'm measuring I have a my driveway there's an area that I could pocket in the back, but it has to clear the house and the wall and I don't know if the the beam of the of the RVs is is not is, is wide enough to fit if not I might have to chip away at the wall that's there
1: yeah that would be tough buddy that's but like
0: this guy's selling it for like thirty two hundred dollars on like Facebook marketplace like Avi's drop in value so bad. Because oh, they're horrible. But, this is, well, people get them. Yeah, they're like boats. The boats of the land. People get them. They use them like five times, and they just sit in people's yards. And like, as long as the engine is good and like the mechanical systems of it works, the cosmetic mm-hmm. part of it you can just do it yourself. You throw some paint on it, get some new cushions and stuff like this. But I went on class C, which is a class C is only like twenty feet long. It's the smaller ones. It's like it's pretty much like a size of a little bit bigger than the ambulance. Mm-hmm. I would just drive it to work. I'm pocket right in the pocket spot right there. go take you, a nap. If you, you <laughs> parked
1: an RV near our work
0: and you think like, Joe? Hey, let's my... go, let's go have
1: lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh god, that might be dangerous. They might hang out in there and not even be in the office.
0: I'd be it's like, good. guys, come in. I'm cooking lunch today in my RV on my propane stove. i am taking a nap. You know what I mean? to jerk off real quick. Who knows? Yeah. Limitations are possible. Uh, limitless. By the way, uh, if you're watching the NL uh, Wildcat game right here, St. Louis has a one not to lead in the third right now. So mm-hmm. Let's go Cods, because nothing makes me more happy than seeing the Dodgers not make it to the next round. Oh, fuck yeah. And uh, you can't say what you want to say. They won a fake World Series last year, but uh, they only played 55 games, but call me your- I agree with you. That was not a
1: real World Series. Win. It was bullshit. Last year.
0: It was- no fans in the crowd. Listen, no fans in the crowd and you only play in your your direction of the country, right? Remember you had the Northeast was only playing like we play like Washington and Baltimore and like Pittsburgh. We only play like the Northeast teams and like.
1: Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, last year was an asterisk. asterisk. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll just think that. So, so Dodgers, keep your fucking high horse low. We'll call it that. So, other than that, anything you plugging? Also, you, you
1: can always check out the the YouTube channel. Um, it's just kind of sitting there on hiatus. Well, I mean, like I always say, it'll come back at some point. I'm, I'm in no hurry. I really. I'm in no
0: hurry. <laughs> is it, is this, this is the end.
1: No. Yeah. It'll be back when it's back. It'll be back when I feel like I have something to say. If I feel like I don't have anything to say, I'm not gonna post it. I mean,
0: this Sopranos movie should have been something a nice review for you because I hear
1: you know what I did start writing. I have so much written. I just have no I don't want to film. I just don't want to really feel like filming. I have actually filmed stuff too that I deleted. I have I have made videos, produced them and deleted
0: them. Really? Like
1: it. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: just, okay. <laughs> I feel, just like, feel it. Feel like uh, Van Gogh, you know, you, the next thing you know, you cut your ear off.
1: It's, but it's like I don't care. I don't care how many subscribe. I don't care. It's like if I want to post something and I like I it, subscribe I'm is something.
0: like, are you getting messages? Like, when's your next video and stuff? Are people like, yes?
1: Oh, yes. I I have. There are people who constantly bother me who are like, yeah. dude, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about this. You got to talk. About-. And I'm just like, you No, know, less
0: subscribers? I mean, like, not you, a lot. You no, know, but like I, a good amount. I
1: guess. I, I guess. I don't know. If, but I will. I. You know, it's for me. It's never gonna make any real money. Like, no, that's what it's like, it's like fun. I do it when it's fun, and, it's I, and I want to do it when money. I feel like I have something to say, and I don't feel like I have something to say right now. I got yeah. so pissed a few weeks ago because I deleted something. I actually edited, completed a video, and I looked at it and watched it, and I was like, "This is fucking stupid."
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> and deleted the whole fucking thing. That's and the,
0: I, you and me, I would just posted it, <laughs> call it. I I, I, I it. damage.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, well, but you're
1: right about that. I should I should probably do something for the many saints in New York right i should probably do something
0: for that because i haven't watched yet but oh, i've been i should have watched it on friday before i heard anyone's use
1: don't. don't you because you didn't watch the whole series you, it's just gonna be useless to no you, but you. i Basically.
0: watched parts of it and i was kind of like hoping that i could get back into the series by watching this first but everything i heard is like just like nothing kind of connects just yeah, a little bit It's kind of disappointing.
1: i'll see i, I could save you two hours of your life by saying yeah
0: there's no, like, twist or anything like that. Yeah. There's, like, like,
1: a little... If you watch the series throughout, there's, like, a little thing that happens at the end that would be like, oh, now we know that. Yeah. But it's not worth a full two hours.
0: I was hoping it would give you, like, a background story of all the characters, so then if you went to watch episode one of The Sopranos, you'd be able to, like, know all the characters already and kind of just be, like, in it. And I heard no, that not at all. Not at all. No. Like, I watched the, like... The, um, so I watched a little bit of Breaking Bad, but that movie that they released on Netflix... That was like the the after fact or whatever. Yeah, I still
1: have to watch the Breaking Bad movie I have
0: watched it yet. But what was it called? If it was called like the like El Camino or something like that? Or... Yes, El Camino. Yeah. It was good, and just knowing a general background on Breaking Bad, like knowing some of the key characters and everything, not knowing the entire series, the the movie was really good. I was entertained by it. It filled. Yeah, it
1: felt th- like a two hour episode, probably.
0: Basically, yeah. Which is what. The many this should have been. This this the Sopranos movie should have been like kind of like a series, you think, right? Maybe they could have had to like give you some more information.
1: Yeah, it should have been a mini-series on HBO. There, there's no reason to just it, it does not justify a two-hour
0: yeah. Um, it really didn't. Oh, that reminds you of like the Irishman three hours of like something I could the have Irishman. an hour and a half.
1: Fucking half a workday. Like that, that was, is a commitment. That, that is not
0: strange. yeah. I watched it in three different pots because I just my attention span wasn't the, the flashbacks and like seeing these old men, these old Italian men just it reminded me of just being, like, at the, like the Italian-American club with, like, my grandfather and just, like, they're just talking about their stories. And it's like...
1: No, uh, I've always said, if you're making a movie that long, you're a self-indulgent asshole. Like, there's no reason a movie should be four hours long. No.
0: No. Do you remember back in the day when movies were long and you'd have the double VHS? Like, JFK? Oh, I saw a
1: fucking three-cassette VHS oh. tape once. Like, that's just... No.
0: Yeah, like, Titanic was a double VHS. Uh, JFK was a double VHS. I mean, it's like... Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Fuck that! Oh, well. sorry, sorry for the rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. We'll see everyone next week.
2: All right, buddy. See you tomorrow. The Bye.